0: Well, good morning and welcome to our very first week of our brand new series called Relationship Goals. Before I dive into the Word and tell you why we came up with this, I want to take a moment. I saw some new faces today, and we're really glad you guys are here today. We love having people come to our church. We're a young church, and we're a growing church, and so we just love whenever we see new faces. Um, but in order for us to launch this church, I saw some people today from Kansas City. Like, they just came from Kansas City, so they got a big old smile on their face. I don't know why, um, but we're glad. We're glad that they're, they're here today, and I met some of you guys here today. I met a couple. They just moved from uh, Rally Durham, Rally Durham. I feel like when you say like that, you just say, like, Rally Durham, Rally Durham. You just put it all together, and, and um, I'm so thankful that, um, that you guys are here today, and uh, we launched this church. If you don't know this, we had to raise money to launch this church, and so we sent out a bunch of emails uh, to churches, and one of the things that I found out about churches, that most churches, that most churches, they're not generous. And um, so I knew for us when we launched this church, one of our core values was going to be generosity. And um, one of the people that I um, sent a, a letter to and phone called was a, a guy by the name of Tim a- Tim Adrian. And I was like, hey, Tim, I'm launching this church, and I'm your daughter's best friend. Like, I need you to throw some money our way. And um, Tim's here today. Could you guys welcome Pastor Tim today? Just yeah, welcome yeah. for being here today. Uh, we're so glad that he's here today. We, w- we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for um, men. And and um, I, I love Tim, and Tim is Took me to the, the best Mexican food in Kansas that, I, that that is there, and we've let me come to their church and speak at their church, and um, was best friends with his with his daughter. We both were best friends with their daughter. She cut your hair.
1: And actually, it no. seems so fitting that we're starting relationship goals, series because actually Kristen is the one who set us up.
0: Absolutely, I. So if her. it
1: wasn't for Kristen, this may not have been here today. So thank you for I having Kristen. Found, I would have found so that you. Kristen could find both of I us. I would have
0: found you eventually. Okay, I was coming for you. Aww i on the man. Relationship goals. <laughs> hey, um, the Bible says in Genesis chapter two, verse eighteen. Then the Lord God said, "It is not good for man to be alone. I will make him a helper who is just right for him." So up until up until this point. God had made all the things, and it was going really, really well. And he was like, that's good, man, that's good. Giraffes, that's good. Porcupines, that's good. Like, he makes all the things and says, that's good. He gets to the man, he's like, something's just not right here. And it wasn't like he was stumped because he's God. He's like, I know what it is. He needs a helper. And so he made a, he made a woman. The Bible says in verse 21, so the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. And all the guys said, amen. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're just really good at sleeping because of our forefather, Adam. And so we, we sleep really well. And while the man was sleeping, the Bible says he slept so good he was asleep, that God took a rib out of him and he closed up the opening. So it's basically like, we, we guys, we kind of know what it's like to have a baby now. You know, it's like he just took a rib right out. Really? Really? <laughs> Thank you.
1: Thank you. I'm going to need as much verbal communication it's from in this the side Bible. of the room today, okay? Oh, no, you Thank didn't. You. There's all my girls.
0: It's in the <laughs> Bible. And he took a rib out. It's like the same thing. I don't really know what you want me to do. Keep going. I'm Keep just going. reading <laughs> the Bible. The Lord God made a woman uh, from the rib and he brought her to the man. Verse 23 says at last he was like, yo, shout a hey girl, hey, hashtag bay, hashtag girl, you looking fine. He's like, yo, this is the girl. And um and then l-
1: he writes this poem.
0: Yeah, well This
1: he, one is bone from my bone and flesh from my flesh.
0: He, Adam was not listening. He's like, yo, this girl is fine. This girl is just straight up fine. And um, I'll prove it to you in just a moment. The Bible says she'll be called woe man because she was taken from man. Verse 24 says this this explains why a man leaves his father. And his mother, and is joined to his wife, and the two are united into one. And I think this is my very favorite verse in the Old Testament. It says, "It's now the man and his wife; they are both naked." <laughs> let's go, let's go. Like, that, like some of you guys, are like, yo, I love this church already. Where's the membership class? Where do you? I'll give twenty percent? This is like my favorite church. And um, so the Bible says that this is. That we were alone, and God's like, hey, he made a man, and it wasn't complete, so he made a, he made a woman. He's like, yo, I made a man, I made a woman, and you guys are going to be together, and you guys will be better together. We say at our church, you don't go very far without the, hearing the phrase or seeing the phrase, hashtag better together. If there are two types of people in here today, group one in here today. You are single and ready to mingle, swipe left, let's go. Like You're like, I'm ready to I think go. Just a
1: swipe right. I don't even know. I don't know, know. I'm I don't not, know either.
0: When we, we don't, no more swiping. Yes, no we, can, Swipe we or no swiping. <laughs> yeah, no. So what happened? <clears throat> yeah. So for you and I, it was we did a thing back in the day where you actually had to go up to the girl and talk to her. That's yeah. it, like that. This is like, we, we got married 15 years ago, and yes. we dated for about three and a half years prior to that. So for 18 years of our life, um, Diane has You've put been out a with very me. So man. she gets yeah I'm lucky like yeah. <laughs> she deserves like she's gonna get lots of crowns and jewels when we get to heaven. You know what I'm saying like she's made it. But they're single and ready to mingle, and we wanna help you mingle. The way God wants you to mingle and there's some of you guys here today today you are till death do us part I heard a, a couple talk about um, this before and I asked this couple like hey give me some some marriage advice and they were like I am like, ah, I was like how did you do it you know and they're like you know we never we never ever 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 thought about divorce but she's like I did think about murder several times you know what I'm saying like um, I was at a wedding yesterday and um, there's I don't I didn't know I need to share this with you guys today it's important there's three types of there's three types of rings. Did you know there was three types of rings? Yeah,
1: I only have two, so I'm waiting on <laughs>
0: wait
1: on that third. Waiting on that maybe 20 anniversary ring. Yeah, you got
0: yeah, you got it. Um you got it's coming, it's coming. Um I owe you. <laughs> There's three types of ring. The first one is the engagement ring. So today you're single, you you get that engagement ring that has, usually has that shiny diamond on the on the top. Like, don't be fooled by the rocks that I got. Like you gotta have that bling on there. That's the first ring. The second ring. I was at a wedding yesterday, and there's the, the wedding ring. You slide it on your on the on your on your on your on your wedding finger, which is your left hand. This right here. That's the second ring. And there's the third ring. It's right after you get married. It's called the suffer ring. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I don't care what you say. <laughs> the suffer ring. You know. And I just feel like all the guys are like, dude, he he ain't kidding. <laughs> and all the ladies are like, oh, no, you did not again. You know. The guys are going to stay at this church. I can't. I can't speak for the women, but I know the guys are in. And, but here's the deal: there's two types of people. But we want to help you today. Put Christ at the center of your relationships. Today, this is for everyone. You've, if you've been anywhere before, you've seen this, or you've been on social media, you see this thing called hashtag relationship goals. And that's like a, a bunch of millions and millions and millions and millions of people who have put um, a picture up there, and they put in their hashtag relationship goals. Some of you guys have no idea what that is. You're like, that's the pound sign, Pastor Wes. And, and so there's a hashtag, and that's our pound sign, is relationship goals. And maybe you've seen that, and you search searched it, and you've seen pictures that have come up that look like this. You're like, man, I want, I want that. Aww. Aww. That's not real. That's not real. Don't
1: tell him yet. Don't tell him yet. I mean,
0: this is us. Like, are you kidding me? Okay, so maybe you've seen that picture. Maybe you've seen, maybe you've seen this picture. Aww.
1: Kissing (coughs) in the rain. (coughs) Everyone has to have a kissing in the rain picture. All
0: right, whatever. And then maybe you've seen this one, which maybe popped up when you put in relationship goals. Hey.
1: Let's go. Let's go. All right, here's the deal, though. I mean, that last one's pretty good. That one's fine. Let's that go ahead like and start back at the beginning, okay? You Kevin and that. Sophie, you who's my, you where's my This picture. Is Us fans? Let's go. This Is Us. Kevin and Sophie, they've been together since they were like in elementary. They've got this whole story. We're like, oh, my word, I want that. You know, I want that. Guess what? He has to remind me almost every – we have Hulu. We don't have cable, so I get to watch This Is Us like Wednesday or Thursday. So I come in the room crying. He's like, babe. That is not real. No, it's that not real. is a TV show. It's not real. So right. we want this, but it's a TV show. Maybe we think we want this picture of kissing in the rain. I won't ask you, but we actually did do a kissing in the rain picture. Like, I don't even remember when, but no it was picture. before. Was it a picture? I don't remember. No, no picture. I think it was like, we just have to do this because it's a relationship goal.
0: Yes, because back then we, we had like the no Nokia's, the Nexels. You couldn't yeah, take a picture. You can only play Snake. No, yeah, yeah. you can only play Snake. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: so, so... But, I mean, really, kissing in the rain, like, have you ever stood in the rain like it's cold? Wet clo- okay, wet clothes are bad, but you know what's even worse? Like, soaking wet underwear is, like, so, have you ever ridden, like, the Splash Mountain? And you get out, and you're, like, all day, you're, like, oh, my gosh, you know? Like, who wants wet, no one wants to kiss in the rain Nobody and have these wet that. clothes. And, like, who took the picture? You know they didn't set their iPhone out. Like, that is not real. The last picture, like, Christina. This is our photographer. Christina took this picture for us. But let's be honest, Christina, that was not like, oh, look, Diana and Wes over there having a moment. It was this. We were just walking. Okay. were we just walking I like that? I think we had three minutes. This was just, we borrowed the, the, his mom's wedding photographer for three minutes. We are like, hey, you got two minutes? Can we get a picture? We, need, we haven't put a picture up in a long time. So, okay, you guys, hold hands. Okay, count to three. Walk, smile, let's go, okay? And then, like, so, like, there was no, like... We weren't saying like, oh, I love you. you are, you're such a great husband. No, you're No, you so weren't perfect. saying that to me. It, no. All that's
0: true, but you weren't saying we're that.
1: We're smiling. We're looking. And then like as soon as the picture's over, it's like, okay, bye. You go in your car. I'll go in my car. Where's the kids? I think we put them in somebody else's car. But like you think you want, you think you want that, but you don't really know what that is when we're looking at these pictures of relationship goals. Every single one of those pictures were carefully planned, edited versions of a moment yeah. in time.
0: Yeah, thanks. I That picture is fire. Though. By the I, way, I if this like is your t- first
1: time, I don't get up here very much, but he's allowed me to be up here. So thank you for letting me be up here with yeah, you today. Yeah, you're welcome.
0: You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> <clears throat> Honestly... It's, this, it's the Spanish culture of these women Are our church, Like, if you don't let Diana get up there, we're leaving the church. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, so i like, I've you. been asking <laughs> Diana to team. Up. I, there's some things that a woman can say that I just, I can't say. I mean, I, I, I mean, if I say it, it just, it's not, it's usually not, it's not accurate. You know, like, I'm telling you guys, like, I think we know what it's like to be pregnant now because of Genesis chapter two. And I don't know. So I need Diana here to correct me on this. And um, it takes two, it takes, uh, it takes three to have a relationship. And we'll talk about that in just a moment. But what you and I, when we see that, we don't, we don't need that. Like, we don't, that, because that's not even real. Every single one of us, our life is centered around, some of you guys, your, your, your favorite thing to center your life around is yourself. Like, man, he's rude. Do you? Like, it's all about, it's all about me. Me, 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 my, 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 Like, I, I like, I, you like yourself. You're like, man, I like, I like me. You know, I, I got ready to stay in the back, and I walked by one mirror, and I went by another mirror, and I went by another mirror. I'm like, it's very easy. We like to center ourselves around ourselves. There's an algorithm by the way. Like all of your social media feed by the way if you know this like it shouldn't all be all your pictures shouldn't be of you. All right. Like we know what you look like yesterday. You so don't of gotta you, post
1: somebody gotta go change all your pictures today. Yeah yeah no,
0: no no there's a there's a like make it like get some people in your life, get some pictures of them like but pictures of you like if we, there's only so much pictures of you that we can see, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, like, you can just ease up on that a little bit. Like, we know what you look like. You took a picture yesterday, and so some of you guys are like, yo, I can't take a picture. of myself. no, take a picture of yourself. But your life is surrounded around yourself, and maybe some of you guys are going to you, your life is surrendered, centered around your kids. And I want to just give you a heads up today. They're going to graduate and hopefully leave, you know what I'm saying? I was walking to a guy, his kids are 32 and 33, and they're like, he's like, hey, I want to correct you on one thing. I said, yeah, what'd I do? He goes, they don't leave. It's like they keep on coming around, like, can you help my kid get out of my house and get away from me? And, and, um, but you're, maybe you're surrounded your, around yourself. They're going to graduate. I'd be very careful in here today um, to sink in all of your life, going with all your chips and putting on your kids because they're not going to be there forever. And um, that's, that's, maybe that's bad news for you today, but it's, it's real news. Um, and then maybe some of you guys, your life is surrender, centered around your job. Like, that's awesome. Like, you need to have a job, and you need to make money, and you got to pay your bills. But you should be you, you should be living, and you should be giving, and you should be saving. But some of us, we just, we sink all we have in our job. Like, my job, my job, my job, my job. But your job is not going to be here forever. And so I, I want to encourage you today, use that hashtag PTO. You know what I'm saying? Like, you earned it. Take a break. Go do something. Relax. I was talking to a friend of mine last night. We went to dinner with him, and I was like, dude, what did you do today? He's like, man, I just jumped to my yard, and I started working on my yard, and I was like, What'd you do after your yard? I did some more work. I'm like, are you, do you, are you going to rest at all? Like, like Monday's coming. Like you need to, you need to rest. Maybe you sink yourself into your kids or your job. And maybe some of you guys in your day, you're trying to be successful. Like if I can just be successful. And can I ask you this question today? Successful in whose eyes? Yeah. Successful in the, in the world's eyes. The, the definition of success is the, what the, the world, the, the definition of the world gives or what God calls success. And I would, I would encourage you today. This is a whole nother message, but you should trade out the word successful for the word significant. And um, that's a lot, that's a lot more, that's, that's better. Like being, like making a difference in life of people's, and people's lives, that's so much better than being successful, because successful people die, and nothing happens with that success. And so we're all human beings, we should, maybe your life is running on your success, or maybe it's your image, like man, it's my image, my image, my image, my image, my image. You spend more time working on your outside than you do the inside, and your inside matters more. Maybe some of you guys, it's your career, maybe it's your possessions, I'm all for nice things. Um, you should have nice things. I'm I'm not against nice things. I think I think, I think it, it's nothing nothing wrong. You you work hard and you can have nice things. But if your whole life is your possessions, the Bible says that don't lay up treasures on this earth because it's going to end and all those things are going to be corrupted by 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 moth and, and dust. They're gonna they're gonna go away. And so um, be careful what you center your life around. Some of you guys in here today, you have got your life centered on finding the one. Like if I could just find the one then everything will be okay. Finding finding the one.
1: Okay, so here's the deal about finding the one, all right? Like you think you found him, and you're like, I'm gonna know when it's the one, because I'm gonna get goosebumps, and I'm gonna hear boys to men playing in the background, and the the oh. hair hair is gonna be blowing in the wind, and, and then sometimes when you think you found the one, you like make every excuse to make sure that he's the one. Like, oh, but no, he, I know he's the one, because like he came to church with me one time, and he opened the door one time, and I'm pretty sure he told me he has a job, and you know, like, <laughs> it must be, it's got to be fate, like, it was, I, I had this dream, and then he, I, it was somebody wearing a pink shirt, and then he was wearing, like, orange, so it was like a shade of, like, you know, like, we manipulate that, that finding the one, because we, we get in this, that becomes the center of, of what our life is centered around, and we say, i got to find that one to complete me. I need this person. Once I find that person, I can just really feel complete. But here's the, here's the thing. The idea of finding the one, the, whole, the idea of that is a myth. You don't need another person to complete you. That's good. When God made you, he made you. He said, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. He didn't say, I'm going to make half of you, and then when you find that other person, you're complete. No, he said, you are complete. Here's the deal. If you are single and ready to mingle single, one is a whole number. You're not a fraction, okay? So you are a whole number. You do not need another person to complete you. And I will be honest and say that there's been times in my marriage and my relationship with him that I've, I've probably put him as a, as a part of completing me. And I had it so off and I was disappointed all the time because he cannot complete me. He cannot give me everything I need. He gives me a lot, but you, you just can't do it all. The you list know? is long, so you know. it's
0: kind of hard to complete you. <laughs>
1: But he can't, he can't complete me. The only person that can complete me and everything that I need is Jesus. Christ completes us. So instead of, I want to challenge us today that if you're single or you're talking about, I found the one, then maybe we should change our verbiage to instead of I'm, I'm looking for the one is I'm looking for my two. Yeah. I'm looking for my two because I already know who my one is. Jesus is my one and I'm on the search for my two.
0: I think that we get that I need to find the one because we, we live so much in this day and age where everything, whatever the world tells us, that's what we take. And so some of you guys that are old in here today with me, like when I say old like 30 and up, you remember that Jerry Maguire where he's like, you complete me. And they're like, you complete me. And again, that's like this whole, this moment where like you complete me and nobody can complete you. Only that person that can complete us is Jesus. Jesus, Jesus Christ completes us. Jesus should be your number one in a Christ-centered relationship. Jesus is your number one. And your spouse is your number two. Diana's not my Diana's not my number one. Jesus is my number one. I'm not her number one. Jesus is her number one. Our kids are not our number one. Our jobs are not our one. Like God has to be the number one, the creator of the universe, the alpha, the omega. We talk about from Genesis all the way to Revelation, Jesus is the big deal. Psalms 151, the Bible says this, not to us, Lord, not to us, Lord, but to your name be all the glory and all the honor and all the praise forever and ever Amen. You and I, in a Christ-centered relationship, Jesus is your number one, and your spouse is your number two. Matthew chapter 22, verse 36 says this teacher, they're talking to Jesus, and this young, young follower of Christ comes up and says, what's the most important commandment in the law of Moses? Now, mind you, the law of Moses in the Old Testament, these guys had 600 plus laws they're trying to fulfill. Could you imagine trying to follow 600 rules and things that you have to follow and be like, I gotta do this. Like, you can't even write down. I, I would get tired of writing them down. You know, when I was a kid, my, my dad's in the front row. He'll tell you. I was that kid in trouble. I, I, my mom and dad would come home and say, what are you doing? I'm writing sentences. Well, what's the sentence say? I will not talk in class. I had, I mean, I, I wrote that almost every day in every class. Like, I was like, my hand, like, I don't like, I think because of my, my childhood, I don't like to write anymore because I wrote so much that don't say bad things in class. Like, You know, be respectful. Don't call your neighbor a bad name. Like, I wrote all those things. The good news is I'm doing a lot better than what I am. I'm not where I was, not where I want to be, but I'm a lot further. So
1: next time you do something, I should just go make you write sentences. Yeah, that will be awesome. Okay, got it. I'm
0: totally down with that. I'll do whatever you tell me to do. You know what I'm saying? I
1: will wash the dishes. Right? Ah!
0: (laughs) My hand hurts. (laughs) My hand just started hurting. Um, However, I I did do the dishes yesterday without you asking Bonus points. I'm that guy in the marriage, like, my, I don't have to tell me to do things. But if I do something, I freaking put a billboard up. Yo, I, like, I, I make a sign. I, like, I, I did the laundry. You know, like, I want her to know I did the laundry so much that I'll do all of it and I'll leave it out so she knows that I actually did it. You know what I'm saying? Wash, dry, fold it. The Bible says, that what, what's the greatest commandment? Like, what, do, like, what's the big deal? And Jesus says here in this passage scripture, Jesus replied, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind. Whether you're single and ready to mingle or till death do us part, we should all be trying to please the Lord. We should be loving the Lord with all of our heart and all of our soul and all of our mind. Everything we got. I, I love the songs that we sing because when we sing the songs, I like to give it all that I got. I like to be into those songs. And someone said to me one time, man, he's like, you kind of move and bop and, and move around like you're like in a nightclub. Like, I'm like, I don't know what nightclubs like. But I'm like, I'm giving all I got because God is the creator of the universe. Like, he, deserves all of my, he deserves all of my worship. So I want to give it all I got. He should be the most important force in my life. God should be the number one in my life, the most important force in my life. Our foundation has to be Jesus Christ. You are incomplete without Christ. Jesus said in Genesis chapter one, verse 26, let us, talking to the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, Holy Spirit, three people, just one. He said, let us make, right before he creates human, creates man, he goes, let us make Adam in our image. We need Christ. He's a, he's a community, we're community beings, we need Christ, Christ should be, Our foundation.
1: All right, so I want you to think for a minute about your life being centered around something. He mentioned a few different things that it could possibly. be centered around, but I'm a visual person, so I have a diagram for you guys today. So whatever's in the center of your life, okay, whatever you put in the middle, the first ring there, it's going to influence your values and your beliefs. Whatever you put in the middle is going to influence everything that you value and your beliefs. And then your values and beliefs are going to start influencing your actions and your decisions. And then your actions and your decisions are going to start influencing your influence and your impact that you have. So what we're suggesting for your relationships and, and for you as a person is to put Christ in the center of your circle. Yeah. If Christ is in the center of your circle, then it's going to influence your values and your beliefs. Your values are going to be Christ-like. Your beliefs are going to be on Jesus. You're going to believe the Bible. And once you, when your values and beliefs are influenced by Christ, then how you look and how you act starts to look like Jesus. And then what you, how you act and how you, the decisions that you make start to determine the amount of influence and impact you're going to have on the kingdom. But it all matters what is in the center of your circle. And like we said, we're suggesting that if, if in a Christ-centered relationship, Jesus is your number one and your spouse is your number two. The difference that you make in the world and the fulfillment you feel Honoring God is all a result of what your life is centered around. Yeah. There we we had Dream Team Night. How many were at Dream Team Night? Come on, let's go, Dream Team Night. Yeah. Um, but we reminded our dream teamers that you're not here to make Wes and Diana happy or to serve your leaders. Like, if you do that, you're gonna be disappointed in, in serving. Yeah. And in my marriage, if it's all about trying to make Wes happy, I'm gonna be disappointed. But the, the fulfillment you feel honoring God, if you're like, man, I just I don't feel it, then then you're you're doing it for the wrong reason. Yeah. Because when Christ Christ is the center. Your all of those those influences start to line up, and you you feel so fulfilled because Christ is at the center. If you're not married yet, um, and you have that relationship goal, of, you know what? One day I do. I want to be in church with my future husband. I want to. I want that. I want. I want my kids in church. I want to do all that. Here's what I would suggest to you: that if you want a Christ-centered relationship in the future, then live a Christ-centered life today. That's good. If you want to honor God by putting him first in your marriage and your future marriage, then honor God by putting him first today. It, it's not like on your wedding day there's like a switch. Okay, okay, let me go switch that honor God button on. No, it doesn't work that way. You can't just flip a switch and say, okay, now we're going to start going to church together and, and doing all the, all the things, all the things that you said you wanted. But here's what I would challenge you with is what are you waiting for? If you're, if you're like, you know what? I'm going to do me. I'm, gonna, I, I'm single. I don't have kids. I can, I can live my life. I can do my thing. Um, here's the thing. Anything, anytime you do your thing, apart from Jesus, it's called sin. Yeah. And so if you're doing you, boo, and you don't even have Jesus in the equation anywhere, then it's sin, and you're building your life on a foundation of that. So I can only imagine what your future relationship might look like. You don't build a life of righteousness in the future on a foundation of sin today. If you want that, if you want Jesus in your marriage, if you want Jesus in your relationships in the future, then embrace that lifestyle today. Don't wait for that lifestyle once you find your number two, because we know you ain't going to find your number one, because your number one's here this morning. If you haven't met him yet, I'll introduce you to him right after the service. But Matthew 22 said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind. It didn't say love him with all that once you get married, then start loving Jesus. No, it said love him now. You're, you are who you are. Love Jesus with all you have. There's a big difference in calling yourself a Christian and living a Christ-centered life. That's good, Some wow. of us need to put Christ in the center.
0: Some of us need to take a picture of that out there and, or take a screen or write it down. You don't build a life of righteousness in the future on a foundation of sin today. We tell our students, we're starting a series tonight with our students. We're trying to teach them the same exact things that we're teaching you guys today. But, man, you, what you do today, it does affect Tomorrow everything you do today it affects tomorrow i know my parents they they made me go to church they made me go to church they made me go to church and when i was young i was like why are y'all making me go to church well guess what now i love going to church i love going to church i can't wait for church now i'm telling my mom and dad yo i'm making sure now if they're not here i'm like yo where were you at today you know like now you got to get to church and so you we got to we got to want of these things and so the things that we want for our future man it's so important that we do those things today i always tell my young i always tell my young leaders today a, a lot of times i tell them that um if you're not good at being single, yeah. you won't be good at being married. Yeah. Like you, if you can't, if you can't get it right as just every day Joe by yourself, because the hardest thing you'll ever do in life is be married. Especially if you're married to someone who's like me, it's just it's hard. You know, like only Jesus, only Jesus can help that. So, um, I brought Very a prop. I brought a prop.
1: You did? Yeah, yeah. Shocker.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just, it wouldn't be a good, it wouldn't be a sermon if I, unless I brought a prop. Yes. Yeah, so so we have a, had
1: the opportunity to lead the young adult group, um, which little plug real quick if you haven't joined a community group i think two have started last week some start this week join a community group hashtag we're better together yeah. hashtag community group join one hopewintergarden.com slash groups get in a group but we've got to be with the young adults I don't know if it's because we just want to feel young or because really we are young.
0: We are young. Okay,
1: anyway, so we've got to lead the young adults, and they're mostly all single in our group. And so the relationship topic comes up a lot around our kitchen table. And so we just, uh, one week, usually a lot of weeks, especially when a new person comes, we always have to introduce them to this idea yeah. of the triangle. Typically, we use a napkin, but we have gone big this time. I upgraded.
0: Time. So yeah. So I, I did this by myself.
1: Lie, that's a Lie.
0: This is a nice triangle, okay? This is this is perfect triangle. There's nothing, these all these sides are completely equal size. Is that a triangle, like they're all they're all the right sizes. Mm-hmm. Diana helped me help me build this. And so um, can you just hold this for me? That's how I do it in my house. I just tell my wife what to do and she listens to me. That's how it works. I'm just kidding. Okay, that won't work. So uh, in our in your relationship, a lot of you guys in here today, or if you're if you're trying to get that number number two, there's a spot for you on the triangle, and you belong on the bottom left, okay? Or the bottom right, it doesn't really matter because it's, it it will work either way. But this is where you belong on the triangle. So I always tell young people, hey, this is where you at. And a lot of a lot of my young people are like, yo, you got your triangle wrong. They're like, yo, I be at top. You know, I was I was I was made for this. Yo, put me at the top of the triangle because this is where I belong. But no one belongs on here. There's only one person that belongs on the very top. It's the Creator of the universe. It's the Lord of lords. It's the King of kings. #Hashtag Jesus. Only God belongs at the top of our. Of our triangle, we talked about this a few moments ago. But you and I, what we center our life on, it matters. When your life is centered on Christ, God deserves to be at the top of your of your triangle. This is where this is where He belongs. And I didn't mentioned this to you guys just a few moments ago. But I have been with people. I've been with, I've been a student pastor. We graduated in 04 from Baptist Bible College with um, with Tim's daughter, and um, and we're very very thankful for BBC and the investment they made in us. But Ever since, and I've been in ministry, so from since 2004, so you do the math, I'm not good at math, 16-something years that we've been pouring into people, loving people, encouraging people, investing in them, and, and this has never not been true. Like, this is never, I've never used this triangle and someone Say, you know, I don't really, I don't agree with you. Like, it, this is, this, this triangle, it works, so you need to hang on to this. This matters, like, get it tattooed into your mind, into your brain, take a picture of it because it matters. And there's a spot for your future spouse or your number two. Dinah, by the way, Dinah's my number one with the lemonade. (laughs) Some of you guys will get that later. Um, This is how the triangle should work. And any variation of this outside of this, then this does not work. If you try to put your spouse on the top, Diana already mentioned, if you put your spouse on the top, it just won't, it won't work. Because I can't complete, I can't complete Diana. Only Jesus can complete Diana. Diana was made inside of her with the hole inside of her. And the only thing that can fill that hole to emptiness, it's not anything else but Jesus Christ. You know, her friends, stuff, image, things that you want in life, none of that can fill that void. Only one thing can fill the void that Jesus, that, that, that Diana has and it's Jesus Christ, the King of Kings, the Lord, Lord. And the same thing for me. Like, I, I can't feel anything else but putting God at, at the top. And so here's the cool thing about this. Some of you guys in here today, you've taken this and you put your spouse at the top. It won't work. Some of you guys today, you put yourself at the top. I, in my life, when, when, Tim, when Tim knew me back when I was a punk 18 year old, now I'm a punk 38 year old, I've come a long way. Um, this guy, number, this you, I, a lot of times I put myself up there. I got to a place in ministry where I was about six or seven years into it. And Derek goes, hey, you need to read this book. And, and he kind of forced me in this direction reading this book. And I found out for me, i had been in ministry for a lot of years. And I found out that he, I loved God. I knew who he was. But a lot of my, I found out that I was at the top of this triangle. In my life, I was running on empty. Derek said, you need to read this book. You're not, it's not working. I, I found out it wasn't working. West Beecham can't be at the top. Psalms 115 one says, not to us, Lord, not to us, but to your name. I can't be up there. I, I, I tell people this a lot of times. I, I, I was a full-time pastor, but I was a part time Christian. And it shouldn't be that way. I was sick to my stomach, and God began to God began to change me and began to make me and make me new. And and we've all gone through this. And here's the cool thing about the triangle: if you're here and number and number two is there, the closer you guys get to God, the closer you'll be to each other. I just want to touch your hand. It feels good. Um, the closer. <laughs> sorry, <Offer>. Michelle. <laughs> um, the closer that you and the both of you guys get to God, the closer you will be to each other. The proximity gets closer and gets closer and gets closer and gets closer. I mean, so many people, it doesn't work. You like, I love Jesus, I love Jesus, I love Jesus, and this guy over here, he's you know, like Dinah said that you know, he, he doesn't even he, he doesn't come to church or he he talks about God, but he doesn't follow God. He's a Christian, but he's not Christ-centered. He's down here, and you're like, oh, it's my boyfriend. You're way up here, but he's way down there. That's not gonna work because you have a lopsided triangle. It's just it's not gonna work. And I, and I could tell you people, person after person after person that said to me, Wes, I'm so glad you showed that to me because I was living life differently, either like this or like this, and it just didn't work. The only way for this to work is for your life to look like this. Christ has to be the foundation, and he has to also have to be the goal that we're moving to. And no one nails this 100% of the time, and you don't got to wait for, you, some of you guys say you're waiting around for, for Mr. Perfect, and he doesn't exist. Mr. Perfect is Jesus. Like, you know, that's, you need a, my daughter, her first boyfriend, is going to be Jesus. Like, date Jesus, and the rest of us will work out. And when she's 30, hopefully she'll find somebody. You know what I'm saying? Or 38 or 40. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah, if you would, you do whatever you want to do.
1: <laughs> yeah, I will say to you, some of us um, are married today, and maybe we're in a relationship where we didn't you know, you can't change your past, but God can redeem your past. And so I think that maybe you're in a relationship where you got married before you knew Jesus, and now you know Jesus, but your spouse doesn't know Jesus. And that can be hard. And I want to encourage you to stay faithful. God doesn't want you to, to to live a life of sin just to please your husband because remember that your husband or your wife doesn't complete you, God completes you. So once you know who Jesus is, you've got to start honoring and putting Christ in the center of your life. And so what that might look like is that you just pray for your spouse. If they're not at church with you or they don't come here, that doesn't mean you just say, Well, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm only gonna move halfway up the triangle because that's that's where we're at. I don't want to make them feel bad. Like, no, you don't you you keep moving as close to Jesus yeah. as you can. You don't, you don't flaunt it over them because then you got something else going on in the center of your circle. But you keep moving as close to Jesus as you can. And you, you don't have to pressure them. Or you know your spouse better than I do. I don't even know half your spouse's. But you know them. Pray for them. Yeah. Pray for them. And listen, don't just pray for them here and there. Like set aside a time every day that you're going to pray for your spouse. That you're going to... Sp- Pray specifically you know how god might could how god might could speak to them you know maybe somebody who's influential in their life maybe pray god would you would you somehow help that person to be able to speak to my spouse god would you bring them to jesus not because you need not because you want them to be better for you but because you know what jesus has done for you and you want that for them so i want to encourage you if if maybe maybe you're you're in that relationship where you're on the triangle but they're just not really interested just pray for them. Faithfully pray for them. And if you are in a marriage relationship, then start start working towards that. And if you're single, then, man, some of you, you already know this whole message. You're like, dang it, i got to break up with my boyfriend or girlfriend. Like, sorry, but listen, I promise you, you'll be better for it. And your yeah. future relationship will be way better for it. So here's what I want to say as we kind of start closing today, that if you're single and ready to mingle, remember this, that Christ has to be your one. Christ has to be your one. Quit making whatever the object is that you're searching for. Quit saying, I'm on a mission to find the one. Jesus has to be your one. Yeah. He's praying for you. He's directing you. He's working in all things. When you're weak, when you're lonely, press into Jesus. Listen, I know, I, I know that loneliness is a real thing. Whether, yeah. Sometimes you can be really lonely in the middle of your marriage. I, 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 I think that that's 100% true. But when we're lonely as a Christ follower, he should be the first one that we run to. Yeah. So Jesus is, is with you. He, he loves you back no matter how far you go. So quit searching for the one, it's Jesus. He's here today, I told you, if you don't know him, if you've never met him, th- we're here to introduce you to him. Yeah. We don't ever want anyone to leave here without at least having the opportunity to meet him. You get yeah. to decide if you wanna have a relationship with him, but we wanna at least tell you who he is and how much he loves you. And once you get the Jesus part right, then start praying for your number two but make sure you remember that the person that you're looking for is your number two and let's start centering our our life around christ let's just don't call ourselves a christian let's be christ-centered in in our relationships and our jobs and everything that we do
0: tim and i know a guy and he says this it's better to spend few years with the right person than too many years with the wrong person Yo, tweet that. That's important. Don't settle for less than God's best for your life. Like, get all that God has for you. If you're in your day, you're looking, you're like, man, I just want, I just, I need that. Like, I just really need that. Like, no, you need Jesus. Like, we need Jesus. And when we have Jesus, the Bible says, Matthew chapter 6, verse 30, seek first the kingdom of God. Seek first God, and all these things will be added unto you. Relationship stuff that you're looking for, and the jobs that you're looking for, and and all things you're looking for, like man, seek God first, and all things are they're going to work out. Romans chapter eight, verse twenty-eight, Bible says, and we know that all things, all things, all things, all things work together for the good to those who are called according to God's purpose. It ain't going to work out together if you're going for your purpose. It ain't going to work out together if it's about you and if it's about y- your mission and about you. About, about you. We're trying to seek first the kingdom of God. That's the God, like he's the big deal, not me, not West Beachum, not Diana, not our kids, not our job, not our image, not our possessions. If you're here today, I want to let you know there's no perfect marriage. When people post stuff and like, oh, and people message this. man, I want to have a marriage like you and Diana. I'm like, you don't even know about our marriage. You know about the picture you saw. That's all you see is the picture. You live in a day and age where everything's highlight reel. Chase and Michelle go on a lot of date nights. I'm like, dude, don't, don't mention that around my house because I, I'm not doing as good in my date nights. Like, like that's, be like, oh, I want to have, I want to have that kind of marriage. Like, you don't know what it's like to be married. You know what it's like at their house. You don't know what it's like in the car. Man, let's let's put Christ at the center. There's no perfect marriages. Those don't exist. People say, man, you, we work really hard. We say this all the time. I did a wedding yesterday. I say this all the time about marriage. Marriage is work, but the work is worth it. You got to put that work in. You got to put that work in. So if you're here today, there's no no perfect marriage. The reason why there is because there's two broken people. Diana came from a from a, from a dysfunctional home. I came from a dysfunctional home. We all, because people are dysfunctional. We all came from dysfunctional homes, and I brought my baggage from my home, she brought her baggage from her home, and we put that baggage on the same exact house. We brought that. That's, that's a lot of dysfunction. And And her dysfunction magnifies my dysfunction, my dysfunction magnifies her dysfunction. There's no such thing as a perfect, but with the power of Christ, two are better than one. And when I get close to Jesus and she gets close to Jesus, this works out really good. I forgive better and I love better and I serve better and I put her before me. The Bible says in Romans, Romans chapter um, 7 and, and 8 and even in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 says we should outdo each other in love. We should out I, I should love her better than she loves me. Like the competition in my house should not be who's right and who's wrong. It should be who's loving each other more. Who's saying, hey, I want to lift you up above me? Who's saying, hey, you can look over the fence before I look over the fence. And, hey, you get on my shoulders and you can see further. And, and how, how can I make you better? And she's looking at me saying, how can I make you better? And we're trying to make each other better. We, there's no such thing as perfect. But with Christ, we are better than one. The Bible says a three-court strand is three not easily broken. Me, Diana, and Christ. And that story, it's, it's hard to break it apart. One thing you can do to start putting Christ in the center of your marriage is pray. Whether you're in a marriage or whether you're single, we all should be praying more. We can all handle praying a little bit more. Like all of us. I don't care how much you pray. You can pray more. Well, I pray 30 hours a week. You can pray 31.
1: That's a lie. Nobody prays 30. They
0: may may not. They may not. Okay, nobody does that. You're right. I was extreme. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We all can pray more. If you pray for your meals pray more than just for your meals. Like, you should be praying more. So whether you're single here today or whether you're married today, we all should be praying. You should be, if you're single here today, you should be praying for that one, that your number two. And if you're in your marriage, you should start implementing prayer into your relationship. I
1: will say this about prayer too. Um, no matter where you're at in your marriage, if your spouse is here today, maybe, maybe you you think you could ask him, hey, can we just start praying for 30 seconds before we go to bed at night? And just you maybe you're the one who needs to lead the prayer if you're the if you're kind of the spiritual leader right now in your home but if you're here and you're both here and you don't pray together there's such an intimacy in prayer you know where marriage is intimate but jesus wants so much more intimacy with us than you even have with your husband or wife so spend spend 30 seconds together in prayer if, if you got to start somewhere and then add and then the next week add 30 more seconds but man it make it the same time every day for us we can be literally together all day but like we never talk but we're always in the same bed at night that is one thing when we were very early on in marriage he tried to not sleep in the bed one night and I'm like uh-uh I don't care how mad I am at you you get in this bed. I was we can, so mad at you we can put pillows between us but we are both sleeping in this bed tonight
0: that and night so, I got on the floor and I, it was a little small apartment and it was the bed king-size bed I, yeah you know you're mad when you don't want to sleep in the bed with your spouse in a king-size bed and it's and I got on the floor between the bed in the in the in the sliding glass door, and I was like, I'd rather sleep on this floor than sleep in the bed with you. I was like adamant. You're I slept so on the floor that night. Yes. I did what I, I did what I wanted to do. Yes,
1: but and I, and we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna talk about this a little bit more next week. But when we get in those, we call that the crazy cycle, which you, you will hear that next week. But um, I forgot where I was going with that. But man, pray. pray. Yeah, pray. yeah. When you want, if if I were to say, hey, Wes, can we just pray? When if you if he says or I say, hey, let's just pray together. That's gonna like change the whole demeanor of the fight. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and and it's gonna take one of you to like, some of you're gonna you're gonna be clenching. You're like, dear God, please help me right now. But listen, just pray, get pray, ask Jesus to help you start somewhere. But prayer, I think, can change the trajectory of your relationships, of your marriages and of your lives. And so whether you're single or married in here today, we just wanted to encourage you to put Christ yeah. in the center. Start changing your language that Jesus is my number one and my spouse is my number two. And hey, if you have kids, then they're your number three. Wives, husbands, wives, I think we're more guilty of this. But sometimes we let our, our kids creep up into number two. Yeah. And, and our husbands should be our number two. Always, always, always. So man, we hope that that, encourages you today would you stand with us
0: yeah hey we're gonna do something different than we did last 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 time together and uh, we're gonna pray together then i are gonna pray together and uh, we're gonna pray for every person in this room here today that wants to be in a relationship or maybe in the, you want to have a, you want a Christ-centered relationship, or maybe you're already in one, you're in that till death do his part and you want it to be better, we're gonna pray on behalf of you. The Bible tells us in here today that sometimes that God answers prayers based upon the faith of other people. And so today we're gonna bring our faith today knowing that God can do what only he can do and you can only do what you can do. And we're gonna pray and believe that God can do something incredible in your life and he can do what he can do and you do what you do your part. Maybe you're here today and you're, and you're single and you're ready to mingle. We wanna encourage you today. May it starts with you do your part, you be faithful to God, you pray, you spend time, you give, you serve, the apostle Paul, that said said earlier today, if Jesus made a good run being single, then we can make a good run being single, if the apostle Paul can do it being single, change the world being single, then you and I can be single, when you're single, you have more time to, to focus on the Lord and focus on the kingdom, when you're married, you got to bring two people into that, and you, and you both can do it as well, so we're going to pray together today, Jesus we love you, we're so thankful for everyone in here today that's married today, Lord, I pray that you would help their marriage. God, I pray that you would help them to realize that you're there and that you're right in the middle of them. God, I pray that people that have been in your day, they've been doing marriage completely wrong or completely different than your word, Lord. I pray that they would begin to believe again that their marriage can look different and that their relationships can be different. Lord, that you could be at the center, they can be at the bottom and the left, and they can begin to move up. Lord, I pray that you would allow them to trust that you are good and that you are faithful and that you have a plan uh, for their for their marriage, Diana. Would you pray for every single person today that's yes, wanting to, to find that person?
1: Every single person in here today, God, who who has not found their number two yet god i pray that today god that you would put some people around them god that they can have some accountability as they as they look for that but god that that would not consume their life that that would not be their focus that their focus would be drawing closer to you and god as they get closer to you god that, that someone else who's also coming closer to you that they would somehow get on the right path god i pray that you would give them patience in this in the waiting period god i know some people god would you just give them patience in that and God would you be raising up the man or woman who some of these people need God and as they focus on you God would you help them to find each other God would you help us to come alongside them as a church and to God would you help us to be examples of what a good marriage should look like God and would you help us to be faithful to you and that as we're faithful to you we're faithful to each other we thank you so much that you give us the opportunity to have relationships but we thank you for you being the ultimate relationship in Jesus name I pray Amen. We're going to worship together with a song that says that we're going to build our life on Jesus, that he is going to be the center of our life. So as we worship, maybe you want to talk to Jesus or make that decision or maybe refocus the center today, but let's just worship together. Worthy of every song we could ever sing. Worthy of all the praise we could ever bring, Worthy of every breath we could ever breathe. We live for you. Oh, we live for you. Jesus, the name above every other name. If you know it, lift it up with us. Jesus, the only one who could ever save. Worthy of every breath we could ever breathe. We live for you. Father, that would be it this week. You would lead us in love to those that we encounter. That everybody that meets us would look at us and go, there's just something different. Could it be you? Could you be the difference maker? May we be influencers in our marketplace, influencers in our home, influencers in our workplace. It would we'll be founded on you, Father. We love you. And you're in my prayer.
0: Amen. Thank you, church. Hey, you may be seated for just a moment. Man, we're so glad you came today. If you came today and you're like, you know what, man, I just, uh, I, sounds good. Like, sounds like I'm, I'm interested and I'm, I want to have that Christ-centered thing that you're talking about. But I don't have, relate. you have that relationship in order to have that. You're like, I don't have that relationship. The Bible tells us in this room in here to say that we're all sinners, we've all missed the mark. Romans chapter three, verse 23, we've all sinned. We've all missed the mark. None of us have nailed it and have been perfect our whole lives. And because of we missed the mark, there's a, pen, there's a penalty for our sin. Romans 6, 23, there's a wage. There's a wage for our sin and that's death. It's complete separation from God. But the story doesn't end there. Romans chapter five, verse eight, the Bible says that even though you were a sinner, Christ died for you. John chapter three, verse 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes upon him. Should not perish, but have an everlasting life. And um, the Bible goes on to say it a little bit further on in the book of Romans, it says, "If you will confess with your mouth and you'll believe in your heart, then you can be saved. You can be, you can be saved from that separation from God. I'm talking about, and you can have eternal life with Jesus Christ. There's a second death. We all die twice. Um, we we all we all die once, and then after we die, there's there's another life after that. And either we have a turning in heaven with Jesus, or in a space called hell." both of them are both real there's both a real heaven there's both a real hell and if you're like man i, I want to be close to jesus i want to have a relationship with jesus christ today you just, you just need to ask him if you just got to confess in your mouth and you believe in your heart then, then you can be saved and um and in just a few moments i'm going to point you to a direction we're going to um our next steps room is, is, is in the back of our auditorium in just a moment if you have questions about salvation and how to be saved we want to point you to that direction back there in,